Voyage. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. In a world of covert culinary criminal coalitions. Jean-Carlo. We chef. Reformed criminal and celebrity chef. Butch Orson Prepare the brigade Wishef Is dragged back into the dark realm of criminal kitchens Behind When old rivals threaten his life's work Corner Butch is brought back Hot No, 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 no For one Last Cool Open Pandora's oven. Yes, yes chef. chef! John Wick meets Hell's Kitchen in Yes, Chef, a comedic actual play adventure of kooky culinary combat, refried revenge, and untold gastronomic horrors. Yes, Chef is out now on the Dungeons and Drimbus podcast feed. Butchie! A genuine pleasure to see ya. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> Given up for adoption before you were born. Look me in the eyes and tell me I'm lying. Why are you spying on me? What is this? I was observing you, seeing if I can trust you. For? Our mom, Barbara. I think she had something to do with your dad's death. I was gonna see if you wanted to, you know, get to the bottom of what's going on. I'm going to call the cops. Oh, really? Why? What are you going to say? Don't know yet but I bet you don't want the attention. And I don't either. <laughs> At least let me have this drink. And if you don't like what I'm selling, you'll never see me again. Ugh. This is terrible. You ordered a red wine at a diner that closes at three in the afternoon. Sisters seeing each other for the first time. This is a reason to celebrate. Uh, apologies for not breaking out the balloons. But we need to take this slow. All right, you're right, I just... I was an only child, so try to imagine my excitement. When did Mom have you? She was 16. I know that betrays my age. Uh, this is the part where you say I don't look a day over 22? <laughs> no. Mm. This is the part where you keep explaining things. Fair enough. I got lucky, I suppose. Was adopted by a rich family. Not as rich as yours, of course. But grew up right outside Atlanta. A few years ago, I had one of those midlife crises. You know, instead of screwing the pool boy, I went looking for my real parents. And I found Barbara. You could have still screwed the pool boy. <laughs> I like you. Did you talk to her? I observed her. Like I was doing with you. And what I saw disturbed me. Hmm. There was this one time the two of you went shopping at... I don't remember. But you came out of the changing room in this dress that you seemed very pleased with. Light blue with a bright floral pattern. This was last month. That's right. Mom called me pedestrian. You said something about your father liking it, that you had a similar dress you remember wearing with him. And Mom said something about my dad having shitty tasting clothes. <laughs> Honey, 
Honey, she was appalling. You're not wrong. Family as powerful as yours. I started to do some digging. Of course. It's what you do after you spy on us. Touche. But I found your dad's death was ruled natural causes. Yeah. A heart attack in his 40s? Get to your point. I don't have to, because you already know it. How did Barbara come into control of the trust? One that came from your dad's side? The paper trail. There isn't one. I guess when Mom started investing in government-funded projects, she further insulated herself with power. It's a kind of insulation I don't have the leverage to ask questions about. From what little I was able to find on your brother, he could find out, right? I think he tried. I think that's a big reason he went into government after the Marines. To try to get at what Mom was doing. Shit. Okay. This is quite daytime talk show drama, but I don't know you. Mm. Your dad was into some cutting-edge research. Genetics, right? You're in the same program here. Lizzie, you showing up like this? It's a lot to process. Take all the time you need. I'm just a newfound sibling looking to find out more information. Just like you, we got time. What do you mean? I mean, let's keep digging. And if we find anything, we'll trade information. Two heads are better than one. Is that a yes? It's not a no. You could have just said maybe. And you could have reached out like a normal person. Oh, honey. <laughs> you know by now our family doesn't do normal. Catherine! Hey. Glad you could make it. Thanks for the invite. Want some fresh air? Yes, please. Didn't figure you for a light beer kind of person. This is my second time drinking. Oh. Ever. I was so focused on school, as well as my mom's social life. That didn't involve alcohol? She said not to drink at events. Always be in control. I think she couldn't manipulate people in the way she needed if she had a few drinks in her. Your mom sounds intense. She is. Very. I looked you up online. Lots of pictures of Barbara. Arms around politicians and CEOs on red carpets. And you won't find alcohol in the other hand. Club soda and a lime every time. The way you talk about her. What? I don't know. You sound tired. Weary. <laughs> really? She is exhausting. I'm a thousand miles away and she still manages to be the center of attention. Alright, let's stop talking about your mom. I want to know something about you. Tell me about the first time you went drinking. I stopped by a liquor store after dropping said mom at the airport. And I asked for one of each. Each of what? Category. The lady behind the counter said no hard liquor since this was my first time. Very considerate of her. <laughs> it was. So, I brought home a bottle of red and white, some beer, and that hard seltzer did a taste test. And the beer won out. Yeah, but I fainted. What? I have these fainting spells. So, it could have been that. I didn't drink that much, I don't think. Did you have a headache when you woke up? No, but... What? I have this reoccurring dream with every fainting spell. So, I'm pretty sure it was that, not the alcohol. How long have you had it? A few years. I keep saying after puberty, because I was a bit of a late bloomer. Our brain is fully developed by age 25. Ooh, almost there. <laughs> yeah, but during those last few years of development, we start thinking with the prefrontal cortex. The rational part. It's like our brain shifts gears into it. You think my fainting spells is caused by this shift? I think most everything can be traced back to two things. Our brain 
and our DNA. Spoken like a true scientist. Yeah. Another perk of being friends with me. Wish I had more perks. You have a lot. <laughs> oh, please believe me when I say I'm not usually this awkward. Ever. All of my relationships are very normal. Having a beer at a party with people my age and talking to a nice boy? I'm feeling pretty normal. Maybe for the first time. Light beer, to be exact. <laughs> yeah. Playing it safe. Catherine? Catherine? Welcome back from amateur hour. A hospital bed? Really? I had like half a beer. Yeah. Your blood alcohol would have been higher if you'd just smelled it. So it was another fainting spell. Should we get you an MRI? What's another one going to say that the last three haven't? How'd you get down here so quickly? I was still in DC. I had called your phone to check in. Your boyfriend answered. He was very nervous. Polite though. Was following the ambulance. He's just a friend. Hmm. That's how most boyfriends start. Shut up. Did you tell Mom? Oh, God, no. And I don't want to talk about your dumb police dream again. It's the fainting we need to get under control. It feels real. Most dreams do. It's why we don't realize we're in them until we wake up. Well, maybe the work I do here will have some more answers on this. Following Dad's footsteps will probably give answers, but not to the questions you think. You would know better than I what steps Dad took. He took me to his lab once. What? You never told me that. Just turned 13. Was never interested in his work. Too busy playing every sport school had to offer. He was trying to connect with you. I know. There was a guy walking the hallways. Suit, poker face, sidearm. Everyone else treating him like he was Jesus Christ. Government spook. <laughs> you know... You just told me your origin story. Dad died two days later. In shape and in his 40s. People have heart attacks at that age. That is a fact. Did you ever look into it? Answer me this time, will you, big brother? Didn't find anything. I tried. I really did. Maybe I wasn't looking in the right places. But that doesn't mean you need to start digging around. Like I said, being down here, your chance at normal. You're doing okay. I'm never home. Marriage hanging by a thread. Mom raised us to mess up normal. Stern, you're scaring me. Good. Finish this academic track, if this is what you want. Find a kind person and a job that works, a life that's all your own. But most importantly, get some healthy boundaries with Barbara. If that means cutting her out completely, so be it. This is feeling a bit melodramatic. It's not like you. Just promise me, okay? That's why I'm down here. Why haven't you ever told Mom what you really think? Same reason you haven't. She controls the trust. You don't need her money. <laughs> it's not about need. It's about what she would do to me, to us, if we cross her. Do you know how large the trust actually is? I was told not to ask as long as I was getting the monthly payments. Five billion. This is about power, and right now Mother is the executor of it. So until she isn't, I tell her what she wants to hear, what she needs to hear just like you do. I don't do that. Of course you do. But you do it for different reasons. Oh yeah? 
her love and approval. <sighs> your sighs don't need to be so heavy. Stay on your path. Who knows? Florida could be your origin story. All right, I get it. Fine, normal. Now can we go get some breakfast? I'm starving. Uh, I've got to go. Your boyfriend is picking you up. He's not my boyfriend. <clears throat> hey. Oh, hey, Jared. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I should have knocked. Now you two kids stay out of trouble. Talk soon, little sis. So you're saying that strange woman was a sister you never knew you had? This is what I'm saying. This is fun. If I can help in any way. Sure. What are you thinking? That a little bit of alcohol triggers the fainting spell, which puts me back in this dream. Or whatever it is. Everything provable can be explained with science. Testing. Speaking of, hey, long-lost sis. I have you on speakerphone. Hey, darling. Are we alone? Just my friend here, who is helping me put together the pieces. Say hi. I'm Jared. We're in the same PhD program. Ooh, you sound cute. Catherine, is he cute? Lizzie, focus. Fine. I may have found another piece of our puzzle. Grandpa on your dad's side. Do you have any way of finding out which New York precinct he worked out of when he was working homicide? What are you talking about? Grandpa was never a detective. He did the uniform thing for a few years to satisfy his family's need for the kids to know what it's like to be working class before he could oversee the trust. Hmm. Doesn't surprise me you didn't know. Seems like somebody wanted to keep this info secret. Barbara never said anything? No. She most definitely did not. All right. I'll keep digging. And let's get that drink soon. Jared, you're invited too. Okay, bye! Why is everyone I'm related to so embarrassing? That is called family. Do I sound cute? I guess your phone voice isn't half bad. What about my in-person voice? Sorry. <sighs> no, I'm sorry. You're doing a good job with the low-key flirting. <laughs> Thank you. What is it? This reoccurring dream. It may be a memory of mine from long ago, connected to my mom, her side of the family. If it's a memory, maybe there's more. Shit! What? Idea! I have an idea! Are you going to tell me or scroll through your phone? I need to find a number. Whose? My therapist's. Catherine, hello? Thanks for seeing me on such short notice. Should I lay down on the couch? Slow it down. Hypnosis is a serious thing. I have a thing I have to do with it. Why did you pull a bottle of beer out of your purse? Do you have a bottle opener? <laughs> Never mind. Twist off. <laughs> it's eight in the morning. Remember when I said there's no wrong way to do therapy? You found it. I think a little bit of alcohol triggers the episodes. So you haven't been drinking yet? This sip is the first of the day. Yesterday I realized that these could be memories. Then I'll be able to stay in them longer with hypnosis. That actually kind of makes sense. About half a beer should do it. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> excuse me. Okay, I think I'm ready. Okay, lie down. I'll hold this pendant over your head. Follow it and listen to the sound of my voice. I'm going to count back from 10. When I get to four, you will be fully relaxed and open. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. 
six, five, four. Catherine, when you find yourself in the police precinct and the officer comes up to you, you will not wake up. You will go deeper into your memory. And when I'm ready to bring you out, I will say, Blackberry. Detective. Yes. Captain Mrs. Seas. Thank you. Catherine, who were you talking to just now? The cop. The cop who always comes up to me. He said the captain wanted to see me. This is cool. I've never been this far. Standing, walking by the desks, going into the bathroom to look in the... Catherine. Holy crap. Catherine, can you answer me? What the freaking crap? Holy shit! I'm a guy! I'm staring at myself and I'm a dude. Whoa. Okay, this is trippy. I can't do this. I... Blackberry. Whoa. It was like playing one of those first-person shooters. Do you recognize the man? Yeah. I think I can find him on my phone. Yep. This is him. This is the guy right here. And who is that? That's my grandfather. I think these are his memories. I Am Echo is a production of Voyage Media. The series is produced by Nat Mundell, Robert Midas, Christopher Leach, and Dan Benamore. Directed by Christopher Leach. Written by Josh Nadler. Story by Rachel Cosgrove and Josh Nadler, derived from an original concept by Rachel Cosgrove. Starring Narita Bronwyn as Catherine. Additional cast credits are available in the show notes. Editing and sound design by Andres Coca. Original music by Darylis Gonzalez. If you're enjoying the show, Please leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts or anywhere you're listening, and subscribe now for future episodes. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.